and you, I think you said it best. I really do believe that things happen for us, you know, mm-hmm. like we get to, whether it's good or bad, right? Like whether it's something that's painful or something that's that's powerful, like we get to, things happen for us. It's not like, oh, this is happening to me, poor me. Yeah, and I think the faster you have that, like kind of like way you view it and you like understand the assignment, the more the universe brings you more blessings and abundance. Cause I think you like stay in that like low, uh, everything sucks. Like you're just going to attract way more of that your way. I I was saying like your vibe attracts your tribe. Like what is your emotional state, right? You're only going to attract what you are in every way. What is up podcast community? My name is Michael Chernow and this is the Creatures of Habit podcast. Habits are everything, and on this show, I will be interviewing some of the most inspiring, motivated, and high-performing humans on the planet to learn about the daily habits, routines, and rituals that help keep them focused, determined, on top of their game, and ultimately happy. My journey from the depths of addiction and misery to success as a family man and serial entrepreneur was only made possible by replacing bad habits with great ones. And my mission in life today is to share that story and the story of others with you to bring value and life-changing tools to as many people as possible. So sit back, relax, and pay attention because what you hear in this podcast today can potentially change your life. Let's go. What up, guys? Welcome back to the Creatures of Habit podcast. And today I have a guest on the show. I did an event last night. I was asked to do an event last night that was so damn awesome in Los Angeles. My friend Aisha Sarah is a podcast host. She is also an expert in the world of marketing and PR and branding. Um, but she's been, she's really got like a niche thing that she's doing where she does these live podcasts, live panel podcasts. Um, and she invites lots of people, like really cool people. Last night we did an event in this really beautiful place. There was like 250 people there. And I was on a panel with some amazing folks. And it was such an awesome event. It was so much fun. I felt like I learned so much. I met so many great people. And I decided that I was going to interview Aisha today on the <laughs> Creatures of Habit podcast. So I'm really excited to have Aisha, Aisha here. Um, she's like one of the kindest human beings on the planet. She is a like an like a an assassin connector. Like I, I think she like you look up connector in the dictionary and there's like a picture of her right there. She <laughs> is so connected. And the craziest thing is is that she lives in Los Angeles, but she's only lived here for like four years, right? Yeah. So she has like immose, immersed herself into this community in such an awesome, powerful way. Um, I have nothing but amazing things to say about her, and I can't wait to dig into her uh, r- rituals, routines, habits, and uh, and hacks. So, Aisha, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, what an intro! I'm so honored. <laughs> I listen to your podcast religiously, and I am obsessed with it. So it's so nice to be behind the mic. And also the fact that we got to do like my podcast yesterday live with so many cool people and you crushed it and then do this today. Live podcasting is like not something that a lot of people do. I know. And you know what I've learned with the podcast? Some people who do like people, not everyone likes to do live. Like it's such a different energy. And even with guests that you have on, 
you got to make sure when I'm always choosing panelists, it's like they're comfortable flowing live because it's different, right? When you have 250 people staring at you. I love flowing live. I know you're like, you're a star. You love it. I love flowing live. I don't know what it is. I'll tell you a funny story. I feel like I get better content live. So when I opened up the meatball shop, Daniel and I, my business partner and I had no idea that it was going to be like a crazy media like we, the media was insane. The press was insane for me, Paul Shop. We had no idea that that was going to happen, right? Like two best friends opening up a restaurant together did not think that there would be a whole bunch of PR around it. We hired a great publicist and they absolutely crushed it. And I remember the first time that, uh, it wasn't the first time I was on TV, but it was like the first two or three times that I had done television and it was live. And it was on Fox and Friends and I hadn't done any TV before opening the meatball shop. And it was a live segment and there was all sorts of cameras flying around. And Daniel and I, it's two people cooking meatballs. Like it took us so long to figure out the flow when you have two, it's not like a a host and a guest, right? Yeah. Like you, you know, like podcasting and for you also like being the host of a, of a, of a live podcast with five, six (laughs) people on the panel, it's like that, that must not be easy, right? Like you really have to guide and direct and drive. Yeah. And you have to be so direct. So direct. you learn who's a, if you don't direct people and you're open, because I also would go to a lot of events before when I was new into my entrepreneur journey in Toronto and LA. And you know, when you're sitting at a, a panel and it's boring like they ask the same question like a generic question and it's like a free-for-all those are the worst because <laughs> then it's like people don't know when to take the mic I feel like when you're more direct and then you tell so you give them a specific question it just makes it flow you know what I think also which is really like interesting to see take shape organically and naturally mm-hmm. there are born storytellers I was going to ask you a question around this. It's so crazy. There are born storytellers. I believe that I'm a born storyteller. I really do. I believe Mm. I'm a born storyteller. I also believe that you are too, right? Like there's a a lot of people, like human beings love hearing great stories. Yeah. It's just like, that's why podcasts exist, right? Like human beings love hearing stories Mm -hmm. and not everybody is confident enough to step up and tell the stories. And so I think that's what makes great podcasters great because they are not afraid. Mm -hmm. They have a story to tell. They're not afraid to tell that story and then find people that they identify with that that will get comfortable enough to share their story, right? Mm -hmm. But I just remember doing this live TV segment (laughs) in, in, uh, in on Fox and Friends when I was like, I don't know, I must have been 29 years old. And it was the scariest thing I've ever had to do in my life. Really? One of the scariest things I've ever had to do because I'm not afraid in front of a a large group of people, but I had no idea what to do. I didn't know where to look. And it just like broke the ice for me in the best possible way. And for whatever reason, every other live segment that I've ever done on television or in person has never been as scary as that. (laughs) And so I just feel comfortable there. I really do. I want to hear about your morning routine. I want to hear about your morning routine. I, I want to hear about, routine. do you love your morning? <laughs> I love it. Oh, I need it. Let's Non-negotiable. Go. Let's go. I swear by it, especially as life gets busier. Like the live events are just one kind of like element of like arm of what I do. Cause I have an agency and I find that in order to have like, you know, that saying discipline creates freedom. 
I live by that. I think I'm like crazy disciplined, but I need it in order to do all the things that I want to do. It's tattooed on my hand. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> the reminder's there. You just know it. What's the name? What, so you, you, the, the agency is, is, what's the name of your Grow agency? Grow the Social. Grow the Social. Yeah. So morning routines are huge for me. Every day, I am trying to be honestly true. I feel like, I always say this lightly, like even with my own podcast, whenever I talk about this, because I think some people are wired a certain way where, um, you know, like the Gary Vee mentality of like hustle, hustle, hustle. For me, when I... I, I love Gary Vee, first of all, and I know you love him too. And that's how I actually uh, found you, was from a long time ago when you did one of his um, segments, mm. the Gary Vee Show, <laughs> Ask Gary Vee Show. But um, for me, when someone says that, I take that and I I run with that. So I'm really trying to, like in this phase of my journey, trying to enjoy it as well. Like that's where I'm at as of like recently, because I'm not good with that. I will be crazy disciplined and then... Almost just like I could get sick because I will. I love to work mm -hmm. and I love purpose and I love the, the fulfillment I get from what I do. But morning routine, I wake up every day at 5, 530 and I'm huge on my meditation, prayer and journaling practice. So do you want me to go to into it? <laughs> dive. Let's dive. So every morning and I'm I also train every morning fasted and I'm I used to when I was growing up, I did bodybuilding competitions, like bikini. I was, I also had more muscle mass then. And that was my life. Like I started competing when I was 18 and that was also in Canada university. I was in first year university. And I remember that first year I just met kids who introduced me to bodybuilding. And that's exactly kind of I went down that page. I was always lifting like when I was 17, 18 and then started bodybuilding. So I feel like that formed my relationship with fitness to be what it was and how it still is. And I know you've talked about this a lot, like bodybuilding was such a blessing, but also just with some of the things you deal with as a female and how you view food, how it changed at such a young age. Um, a lot of those habits still stayed. Like I have to train every morning fasted. I have a black coffee. I go to the gym. I still follow like a bodybuilding split, but morning routine. So before that I, meditate, pray, and I do a journaling practice. So every day it kind of looks different on the length of that, depending on how I've been feeling stress-wise or work-wise, if the meditation's 15 minutes or 10 minutes. I just need to make sure I do all those three practices and it doesn't matter if I have to be somewhere at 6 a.m. Like I will, that, that time is always carved out. Why? Because if I don't do that, I'm just not my best self. I'm not grounded. I feel like I'm just a little bit, the, I'll notice like the day I haven't missed this routine, but if I have, I just wouldn't be the same version. Like, so, I, what, so do you do this no matter what, when you're traveling everything? Yeah. Even if it looks different and I'm trying to give myself more grace. So it's like, okay, even if the meditation's like three minutes or the journey, like even if it's not that long or if it's not exactly how I pictured it, it happens. It has to. What up, podcast fam? I am interrupting this episode to quickly remind you that Creatures of Habit is no longer just an instant or overnight high-protein oatmeal company. We are now a full system wake-up to wind-down 
Habit Company. Start your day with meal one, which a lot of you already do. And now, of course, we're a few weeks into the launch of Nightcap, which is a sleep support elixir that is an unbelievably delicious cup of hot chocolate with amazing ingredients that are going to help you relax, fall, and stay asleep. So start your day with meal one, finish with nightcap, start strong, finish strong, stay strong, back to the show. So you wake up at 5, 5.30, and then what, like, Make what do you do? Make a black coffee. <laughs> so I can sip on that before I, um, while I'm like journaling and doing my practice, and then I'm ready to go for the gym after all of that. And I'll train fasted, um, kind of like right after it. So do you, in your, in your meditation, prayer, journal, is that the order that you do it in? Meditation, journal, pray, I would say, because I always seal it with a prayer. I, I believe, I know everyone has their own different beliefs, but I, I always encourage everyone to believe in a higher power because you're always supported. And I am just so big on faith, just based off of like, we all go through hard times, but faith is such a pillar for me. And even the busier life gets or the crazier life gets or the more adversities that come your way, faith in a prayer practice has allowed me to just like be calm and just trust in the process. What does faith mean to you? I think it's just trusting and believing that you're always supported and everything's happening for you. Even if you, it doesn't make sense now because we all go through it, right? And it's not just like, oh, one day's bad and then the next day's great. But like sometimes you can be going in it for a while, but just truly knowing that everything's serving you. And even if it doesn't make sense, it will like having that practice and that belief, it just gets me through even especially with work. Cause I feel like right now I'm in like my sprint season with work where things are happening. A lot of the things I've been manifesting are all occurring and there's so much opportunity and it could be so overwhelming. But then that when I have this practice and this time for myself, it's almost like a reframe because instead of being overwhelmed, it's like being just filled with gratitude. And, and I think also when you're in that energy of gratitude and appreciation, you attract more of it. I'm very big on the law of attraction. Mm. Very big on like Talk the principles about of that. that. I just truly believe that we can create any reality we want. And I, I also just looking at my past, for example, like I'm not supposed to, like someone would be like, you weren't supposed to be in LA living this life. Cause it's not like I was from LA or I was given this amount of money to be like, go create this life in LA. I made it all happen. And a lot of people along the way, like when I was 22 and I wanted to move to LA and I'm a Canadian and you can't just move to LA as a Canadian, you can just get a visa. You have to go through a crazy visa journey. And the visa I chose to be an entrepreneur is an E2 visa, which was a whole loophole in itself. It was not an easy visa to get, but I knew if I wanted to create this life, it had to be that route. And there's just so many adversities and I'm grateful for it because I, I truly notice it. You know, when you meet people who kind of like were given things easily, it's a different. And I also think being a podcaster, you connect with different people. And I always find that the people who have the craziest stories, they just have it. They have something about them that makes them have this grit and this discipline that you don't get sometimes when you just have an easy path. So as much as it, I remember how much stuff I was dealing with during that time. And I just have so much gratitude for it all. And I'm just like, it doesn't have to make sense now, but it will like, this is all serving you. Um, but truly, I think it all comes down to that carved out time in the morning 
that can ground you because the phone, like Jessica on the panel said it yesterday, like these things consume you. And I think when we're constantly in a society where we're consuming and go, 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 we don't have the time to just tune into the voice that matters the most, which is your higher self, your intuition. I'm, I'm a, a massive advocate for prayer. Mm -hmm. Prayer has been a part of my life for literally since the first week I got sober, which is when everything in my life changed. Um, I was not a religious person. Still, I'm not really a religious person, but faith is so big in my life. And I have so much identification with the idea that um, feeling like there's a support system yeah. that you don't need to understand is incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. Because if you need, if you had to understand it, it would not be nearly as supportive because with analyzing comes criticizing. Mm -hmm. And for me, what I've learned with my, my prayer practice and my faith practice is I don't know, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I just connect and reach out and ask for help. And it's been so, it's been such like a refreshing daily occurrence for me where I just, I, I really do, like, I believe that, and you, I think you said it best, I really do believe that things happen for us, you know, mm -hmm. like we get to, whether it's good or bad, right? Like whether it's something that's painful or something that's, that's powerful, like we get to, things happen for us. It's not like, oh, this is happening to me, poor me. Yeah, and I think the faster you have that, like kind of like way you view it and you like understand the assignment, the more the universe brings you more blessings and abundance. Cause I think you like stay in that like low, uh, everything sucks. Like you're just going to attract way more of that your way. I, I was saying like your vibe attracts your tribe. Like what is your emotional state, right? You're only going to attract what you are in every way. And I think that's what I also tell myself. I'm like, okay, well, what do I have to learn here? Especially in business, I've had this a lot. A lot of things like don't go your way and you're just trying to understand, but then it's all lessons and learning. And it's like, okay, the faster I learn this lesson, the only there's going to be more blessings and abundance on the other side because you're getting this for a reason. It's here to teach you and grow you, right? Like your story that you have, you know how you're inspiring millions of people because of what you went through. Do you have a prayer that you say? Like, do you have a specific prayer that you say every day? I think it depends on who you pray to, but I will do like a prayer to the universe and I'll call, I believe that we all have guides and angels supporting you and whether people even realize that they have angels supporting them, they do. You know, like if you are, you know, like in a fluke, like something, if you're driving and you could have got hit, but you don't like, that's like an angel it's watching over you, regardless if you believe it. That's why I encourage people to believe in a higher power of something. And I know you're the same because if, if you only knew life could be easier or life could feel like it's easier. And, um, when I like call on my angels and guides, I will specifically ask for something that I need support in for the day. Sometimes lately, uh, it's just a lot. Like I've been calling in just especially around this event, there's so many things that you just need to go smoothly. I just will pray for just support in that everyone who's meant to be there will be there. I, the, the state that I'm in to operate. Cause sometimes 
it's a lot of stress, but to be calm, I just call on support for whatever I need. And you feel that relief after too. I, I pray at night as well in my evening routine. And it's crazy how you feel when you wake up in the morning. And it's just, when you notice that shift, it's like, why wouldn't you just take five minutes to do that? Mm-hmm. It takes like five minutes. And I know I do it too. I'll get in my own way uh, at night, especially because evening routine's kind of new. And um, I won't, some days I don't do it. And I'm just like, why wouldn't I do it? You know, it's so funny when my, so I, I had a very extensive, in the early days of sobriety, my morning prayer practice has always been pretty similar, mm-hmm. but my evening prayer practice, I kind of just like, it would happen late at night because I used to work super late at yeah. night. And so, and I always pray on my knees mm-hmm. and, um, and my evening prayer practice tend would tend to like be a little bit longer only because I was tired. I, f- I was actually like more relaxed. I yeah. wasn't like anxious to get on to the next thing. And the funny thing about my evening prayer routine was that my wife would sometimes find me sleeping in prayer position on the floor of the bathroom. Why? <laughs> How crazy is that? How long did you pray for? I mean, I would fall asleep. I would like, I would, I would get super comfortable. I mean, I pray on my hands and my knees and I always put, I put my hands like this and I put my head down Mm. on my hands. And, um, and I was taught to do that only because praying in a, in a, in a, in a humble Mm. position really says I'm not in charge. Yeah. I'm offering. the art is surrendering. Yeah. I'm turning it over. I'm not in charge. I don't want to be in charge. Like I really do want guidance. Mm. Please help guide me. I offer myself to you, you know, and, and that to me is the universe. Right. And, and also, and I've got no problem with God. Like, I've, I've got, yeah. you know, God's a big deal in my life. So, um, but it doesn't have to be for everyone. Right. I do think that like taking action towards finding, taking action towards grace for guidance and for others is so like, it might not mean anything or it might mean everything. Yeah. You know, I also notice when you pray for others, I'm big on that. Like before, especially before the event, uh, we prayed, Abby, my sister's here. We, we prayed for everyone in that room before we walked into that venue. Cause I knew when we got in there, it was going to be like everyone being like, where do you want this sort of chaos? So I I'll even, if I don't get that, I'll take a moment, I'll go to another room and I will go pray. But I, even for the event, as an example, praying for the people like if you're going to a meeting pray for that person praying for people i notice the energy shift i just notice a shift and i think it's so it's selfless to to when you look out for other people and you pray for other people i think it all comes around as well i think it's just you even feel better doing that you know how we love to be of service don't you feel so good helping someone it's like why don't you start praying for someone pray for yourself the easiest way to be of service yeah it's the easiest way to be of service praying for people. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that everybody listening here understands that this does not mean that you have to be part of any organized religion. I know. I I, Like people hear the word prayer and they immediately think of organized religion. Mm -hmm. And prayer is essentially confirming your gratitude for life, Mm -hmm. asking for guidance from the thy who fucking blows wind into the trees. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I remember when I first started down this journey, I asked a friend who 
had already been sort of doing this, living that lifestyle of like gratitude and grace. And I said like, so what does it mean? You know, like, what is it? Like, I don't, I just don't understand. And like, we're looking outside right now. He said to me, you see that tree across the street? We were looking out a window on, in the East Village of New York City. And he goes, you see, like, what's going on with that tree? And, he, and I was like, well, the, 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 the leaves are, I mean, the, the branches are moving just like that tree is right now. The, the, the breeze is moving the, the, the leaves and the branches of the tree. And he said, mm-hmm. okay, who, who, who is doing that? And I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He was like, do you think anybody knows who's doing that? I was like, I don't. And then he had a, he had like a little plastic um, container of strawberries. And then he opened up the container of strawberries and he handed me a strawberry and he goes, here, you want a strawberry? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, he's like, he's like, who made that? (laughs) And I was like, mother earth. (laughs) And he was like, exactly. So you can, you can try your best to put an object on it, put Mm -hmm. a label on it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. There's energy that is making the world go round. Yeah. And you are better with it than without it. So stop thinking about it. Stop analyzing it and ask for help from it because mm. it's moving that fucking tree across the yeah. street. You know what I mean? It's like, why not? That's my <laughs> whole thing. It's like, it. try it on. And I also feel just like when people, there's some people you come across who just like, well, are so close to it. I would say like, why... If you, the amount of like relief you could feel if you just tried it, like why wouldn't you want to just open yourself up to this huge source of guidance that could help you and just try it on? And it's almost just like you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't. No. Um, what about, uh, all right, so you, so you pray, you meditate, and you journal, and then you work out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then you eat your first meal after working out. Yeah, I will be open with like with how busy work is sometimes like I end up non-intentionally like eating way later in the day, but like in the afternoon, but I usually like on a good day. Yes, it's like first meal and then high protein, too. Mm-hmm. I'm big on protein as the first meal. And I have you interviewed Dr. Gabrielle Leon, Lion? Not yet. She's huge on that for, especially women. I feel like women are afraid of eating protein, but I also think like the one thing that counting my macros and like all that taught me early on, it's like one gram per pound, like always. So for me, I'm like, love my protein and I will make sure like every meal has protein in it. And I think that's the one good thing that bodybuilding has taught me, like having more protein, even with any, all my training and just life, it's the body, like the building blocks that your body needs. And I, I really encourage that for females. It's like not being afraid to eat protein. Big time. What is, uh, do you have an evening routine? Yeah. So I, it's not always at the same time, but I'm on like the planning side. I am always someone who loves a plan, like to write things out. And that's always been like me, but I also life's busy. So I have notion, I have Google Cal, we have everything at Google drive just with the agency and I manage talent influencers. So it's chaotic with brand deals and contracts and calendars for them. So I do have my digital elements, but for me, I love, love pen to paper. 
for planning. So I do have a planner and I will always review that for the next day. And everything's scheduled out on my Google Cal. And on Sundays, I have a crazy thing I do to make sure things are scheduled and color coded in a Google Cal. But I will look at the calendar for the next day and I will write out on the planner like the top activities that have to get done. I'll write out the day like if I have pressing calls and meetings and I'm in PR. So there's so many calls that get added to your schedule randomly. But I will kind of write out that digital calendar just so I can when you write pen to paper, you remember it more. So you're just more ready for the next day and I'll write out anything else that didn't happen from the day before that has to now carry on to the next day. Um, so I do that kind of planning routine. I need to get you the creatures that have a journal. You, you have to have, have one. have a journal? Of the- oh, we a- have such a good journal that does exactly what you're talking about because I'm so passionate about writing out your day. Yeah, I think it... It also changes how you even... You're just ready for the day because you wrote it out. Even if you are a digital, I always say you need to do both. And a lot of successful people I interview and just talk to and follow, they do both too. I do both. And I, like, I find it so, so like helpful. Also, if I have my, if I, cause our, our journal is a journal planner. And so love that. if I have my journal planner, well, not if every day on my desk, I have my journal planner opened and my day is written out every 15 to 30 minutes. Right. And yeah. that doesn't mean that I have to fill out every 15, 30 minutes, but there are meetings that I take that are 15 minutes. And so writing that out, actually gives me the opportunity to not have to open up my phone and like look mm. at my Google Cal or look at my Google Cal on my computer. I can just look at this and then there's no distractions on the pen and paper, yeah. right? Like you're not like opening up. I'm not like, oh, sh- what do I have next? You know, I, mm. I'm going to look at my, look at what I wrote down early in the morning to see what my next meeting is. If I did that on my phone, it'd be like, oh, what do I have next? Oh, I got a text from this person. I, oh, the there's seven emails way, that yes. just showed up. Oh, no way. I'm, I'm, and then 30 minutes later, I'm like, wait a second, what did I open my computer for? Like, what did I look for? You know, it's like insane. So mm. I love writing it out so that it's distraction free throughout the day. I love that. I also just think you just, yeah, you memorize it more and visually seeing it like that, it just helps. And I get gratification from like crossing shit out and Me stuff. too, big time. <laughs> what works for us, maybe someone else is like, oh, I just need to write out three to five intentional items and that's it. But that's why I'm obsessed with finding like the perfect planner that suits you that kind of has everything you need. Like some people like something that's more visual. That's like maybe just like an, like a calendar representation. Some people like lines. Like I think it's so important to just like adopt what best serves you. And I always say this, like when people are listening to podcasts, like you don't have to do this to have a great successful day. It's like adopting what works for you. Totally. So it's always interesting to find new planners because when you find the one that hits, it hits. I'm going to, I'm going to send you ours. Ours is, is basically, it's like a, it's like the size of like a Moleskine. Um, mm. and it's like, you can just beat it up. I mean, it's soft covered. You could beat it up and it has a daily planner. It has a couple of prompt questions. It has a to, a to do list. It has the top three things that you just mentioned. Yeah. Um, so it has your ongoing to do list top three. It has a little bit of a gratitude thing. Um, and then it has a free flow, flow, free flow writing area that you can just write whatever the fuck you want down. You can take notes in it or you could just write in the morning. But it's a really fun, like I've taken the greatest hits from all the different journals that I've used over the years Love that. Yeah. and just sort of mashed them into one. I'm going to get you one. I think you'll love it. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be obsessed. I'm going <laughs> to post it all over my story. <laughs> you'll love it. It's a good one. I love that. That's like a huge part of the evening routine because then you're just ready for the next day. Um, if the day was crazy, like I'm just dealing with a lot of things I feel like I need to release, I will journal. 
And, and I think the time too, it's like journaling is, I think Ter- Tim Ferriss said this, it's the cheapest form of therapy. And I really believe that because mm. it's, you know, you never feel bad after you journal. And if you, I feel like it's a blank canvas to write on the page, whatever you want and no one's judging you. It's just for you to just write out things that are stemming. And I think especially if you're like, kind of like, you know, you're, you have a lot on your head, I would recommend putting on a meditation for five minutes or soft music and just letting your mind sit. Cause I have a busy mind. I'm uh, moving a mile and I feel like my mind is always going that this has been really great for me or um, being someone who's super active and I'm obsessed with my steps. I always will do a lot of my calls that aren't like a zoom where I have to be on video. All of them are on walk uh, on feet. That's why I love New York. Cause I'll do over 20 Ks. E- New York's easy to do that, but easy in LA you have to plan it. So I will just take every call I have on feet and it's crazy. I'll hit like over 20 K steps a day, especially around events. Cause I do a lot more calls, even with the podcast, I will like to like review panel questions, but I do it all on feet. Cause I think that it calms my mind and it also allows me to get really clear in my head and just be, if it's a call, it helps me with creative energy and just like flowing with things, but I will either do an evening walk or I'll sit in my like thoughts and just like let myself listen to my higher self or, and just let things come through. That's why I haven't done that since the event yesterday. Cause I've just been got home at like one thirty in the morning. Like I was just, been, and then today's been crazy, but I'm excited to just go to the beach in Malibu and just walk tonight. Probably not tonight. Cause I have fam. It's I have family. I'm playing tourist, mm. but this weekend I'm gonna have that intentional time. But usually, it's all the time because I live alone, and I'm just like doing my thing here. I can kind of like I can selfishly do that right now. But I I also I know that not everyone like can, especially if you have kids. But carving that out is so important um, in your day. You know those times where you can just like sit with your thoughts or take it on a walk and go. And then when you hit your journal, things flow. So so you write out your day for the next day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll hit a journal. You'll take a little you'll take a little walk if you can. Yeah. And then what? Pray. Pray at night. Okay. Yeah. And then Do you have any like gadgets in the bedroom? Do you like No, but I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> so no sleep mask, no nothing. No, I, I should, honestly. Oh my gosh, the sleep mask is like the biggest win. You know what? happens to me I get sent a lot of products from friends from founders on the podcast from the PR agency from my even if I'm not working with the brand like I'm sure some of the girls I manage are and I I try everything and I'm just not I'm a creature of habit with my routines and my habits but as far as like having my favorite brands I think I just love all these different brands that are sent to me that I, and I'm always open to trying new, like I've tried those CBD bills. I've tried different gummies. I've tried all these different things. These sleep, um, there's like all these like sleep blends, right. With like Chaga and I'm Mm -hmm. in LA and I go to air one and then I find five more. So that's kind of where I'm at right now, but I'm very basic with my habits and even my diet, just from being in the bodybuilding scene. I'm like, I love tilapia. I love the same veggies and that's where I am very vanilla because I. Lo- that's why I love the creatures of that. Like oatmeal. I've ate oatmeal for the past 
for so many years, just oatmeal um, with, uh, I used to have egg whites with it. Like I love eating, keeping things consistent in that way. But as far as gadgets, I probably need to. You just got to get a sleep mask on you. I'm going to send you a sleep mask that we're working on with a really cool company for Creatures of Habit that you're going to love. Really? Super dope. Super dope. Sleep mask is, you know, it's hard to find a good sleep mask because if you feel like, if you feel it on your face, you're not really, it's not like, it's not adding necessarily. It it could Mm. potentially be detracting, even though it does create, you know, darkness. Uh, There's a sleep mask that I found from a company called Dream Recovery. They're like a brand new company and they make this unbelievably soft silk sleep mask. Um, that you just do not feel on your face at all. Do you all. have like melatonin or magnesium or any like other sleep? <laughs> it's called Nightcap. It is. Uh, but I love the name. It's it's a it's a deep chocolate flavor. So it's it's like really like a. I wanted to, I wanted to create something that that tasted like Swiss Swiss Miss hot chocolate. I love that. And so I worked a long time to try to really nail the flavor naturally, and um, of course. And it, it really does taste like a delicious cup of hot chocolate that you drink at like 8.30 at night. Mm-hmm. All the ingredients are awesome and all clinically studied to really help you uh, fall and stay in qualitative sleep. Um, and you can also make a chocolate milk out of it if you wanted to, which is really yeah. delicious as well. But it's, uh, it's a great product. So you start with meal one in the beginning of your day and you'll finish with nightcap at the end of your day. Mm. Um, and I'm really excited about that one. That's sick. And we're launching it with a sleep mask, which is going to be even cooler. A little bundle action yeah. over there. That's right. <laughs> we love a bundle. Are there any habits that you do on a daily basis that really do help you stay organized outside of the stuff that you just listed? Ooh, organized. Like for, honestly, I treat entrepreneurship like a sport. And I think people think I'm crazy with just going to the gym and how I'm, I'm crazy with my, like, if I... I have to hit a workout. Like I, if I'm traveling, if I have the busiest day, I don't care. I have to. And then I just adjust the training. If I don't have an hour in the gym, it has to be 30 minutes high intensity. Like I know you're on CrossFit kick. Like I just think that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if I don't take that time to just make sure I can get that movement in for me also being like high energy, I, it really helps me just be more calm, more alert the whole day as well. So I think that that honestly helps me stay super organized because if I don't do that, I feel like I'm not the same entrepreneur for the rest of the day. And I truly believe that even if your aesthetics, you don't care about your aesthetics, like mental health, do it for your mental health, your mental sanity, and just your energy for how you're going to show up to others for the day. Because if you don't, if you also start taking care of yourself first, you'll be so surprised on how you can show up for others. It's not selfish. It's selfless. 100%. Hundred percent. You're you're so ambitious. You do a lot of stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you I, you kind of like. I feel like we have a lot of stuff in common in terms of like what we do in our lives yeah. between our fitness and our entrepreneurship and our podcasting and our connecting and like all those things. Why do you do it? I'm just so fulfilled by it. For me, especially with the events and just everything I I do, even with the PR agency, people are like, oh, it seems like so much. I'm like, but they're all connected. I love relationships, connecting people, tying all the dots together. And I truly believe that we have this one life, right? And we don't know how long we're going to, how long our time here is. And it's up to us to make it our most abundant life. And I want to soak up the juice of it to the fullest. And if I see opportunities that I'm not 
living to the fullest or taking to the fullest. And I feel like that's even with the PR agency, there's been so much growth with the agency and the whole talent side is so new, but it's a whole other sector that I saw such a need for it. And it's almost like the universe, God's like, here, this is an opportunity, take it. I feel like I would be doing myself a disservice if I don't. And at the end of me always going after it, it's there's so much fulfillment on the other side. It's... It keeps you going. I'll tell you that. <laughs> this was so much fun. So I knew this was going to be so much fun. You are, um, you're an inspiration mm-hmm. and you, uh, I, I just, you, you speak from your heart and it's super genuine. And last night, like I just, I, I, I like felt your energy come across the stage. It, it was just so real. And I think that's why so many people showed up and that's why the feedback has, I'm sure been so intense for you um, <laughs> after an event like that, because I've been on panels before where yeah. like the thing is over and everybody's like, Poof. bye. And then like last night it was over and like everybody like, like rushed the stage. You probably did not. Yeah. And I was move. like, whoa, like people yeah. really, re- it resonated with people. And so you're doing something really awesome. Thank you. You should be proud of yourself. I think it's all about the energy you bring to it when people are like, cause I love to mentor and help other people. And there's been a lot of podcasters, especially in LA who've hit me up being like, can I pick your brain? I want to do a podcast event. I want to do a live podcast. I'm like, yeah, of course. Cause I think everyone has their own way to do it, but I truly believe like the reason why it's all about the heart and the intention. Like I don't want to do it for attention. I want to do it to build a community and bring people together and help people in their journeys. And I think if your intentions off, then the abundance doesn't follow. I truly believe you block your blessings. If the heart, if you don't have a heart centered intention, I just believe that that's why things are happening. Like, I feel like that's why the community is growing. That's why these events will grow into what they're supposed to, but I just want to be of service. So I'm, when I pray, it's like, use me to what I'm supposed to do. Plant me in the right direction. Tell me where to go. And that's why that event I think worked out. It wasn't me. It was, it was God. It was not me. And I, I prayed to that before. So I was like, I'm going to surrender. Let this be what it is. And, uh, and what it was yesterday was exactly what it was meant to be. It was cool. And it was awesome. If, uh, the audience wants to follow along on your journey, where do they find you? Uh, Instagram is the best. I love Instagram. So at Aisha Sarah, um, just my first name, last name, and then coffee and a good vibe at coffee and a good vibe. And I feel like everything's there in the podcast, coffee and a good vibe. We'll have your episode. You've been on a couple times now, three. Mm-hmm. You can hear Michael on a podcast. You can hear a uh, solo <laughs> or a panel recurring guest. And there you have it, folks. I hope we delivered some valuable content for you to implement into your life on a daily basis. Please remember that our habits have the power to make us or break us. Replacing bad habits with great ones is the answer to living a life of happiness, optimism, and high performance. We are capable of achieving anything. We all have what it takes to give it all we've got. Commit to one great habit each day and truly commit and watch how everything in your life starts evolving from good to great. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a five-star rating and a nice review that will help us grow this podcast, bring on more amazing guests, and continue to deliver invaluable content on a weekly basis. Lastly, please share this podcast with any friends or family that you think might appreciate it. And always remember, want plus do equals have. Until the next one, fam. Peace.